Welcome back to the one and only Minorities Report Film Podcast, the review edition. It's your uh, unapologetically creepy, so stay the hell out of that basement, deep dive into the horror film that people seem to not be able to stop talking about. Yes. Barbarian. And of course, it's all through a colorful perspective. You never, your favorite minorities are back. We are here reporting for duty. My name is Raul, and here with me in L.A. is Mr. Moshama. Hello, everyone, on the Pacific Standard Time. Is it Standard Time or Pacific uh, something? It's PST, so it's Pacific Standard Time? Uh-huh. Also here with me. <laughs> of course, also on the West Coast, we're all on one couch. Colby Mack. Yo, yo, yo. We're all here on the West Coast. It's been uh, eight months since January, since Sundance, that we have all sat on the same couch recording. Oh, what is up? it was not the same couch. That's a new couch. This is, uh, I mean, on the, couch. the same metaphorical Emmerport couch, I suppose. Yes, it is a different couch. Yeah, we're going to get into Barbarian. Before we do, of course, though. Make sure you follow the show on all the socials at mreportpod. That's Twitter. That's Instagram. Also, hey, make sure you rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. That helps us out a ton. So if you could leave us a review, take like 10 seconds. We would greatly appreciate it. First up and only on the report today is our non-spoiler general thoughts, followed by our full spoiler deep dive into Barbarian. A woman staying in an Airbnb discovers that the house she has been renting is not what it seems. Written and directed by Zach Kreger, starring Georgina Campbell, Bill Skarsgård, and Justin Long. So, first off, our non-spoiler general thoughts. Colby Mack, let's start with you. Give us your non-spoiler general thoughts on Barbarian. Yet another film that I think this makes back-to-back-to-back films that are super strong in the first and second act. And there's this this one choice, either at the beginning of the third act or maybe damn near towards the end of the movie, where we're just like, huh? It almost unravels everything that worked well. This movie is real strong. Now, I'm going to be completely honest. Maybe the expectations that I had were high because this movie was getting so much overt praise before Mm. going into the screening. I mean, folks literally were making it seem like this is the wildest thing that they've ever seen. And I've seen some wild horror Mm. movies. I purposely didn't watch a trailer. I've seen the poster. I'm familiar with who's in the cast and the possible surprise that I guess folks weren't really sure that was in the cast. The first act of this movie with our co-star is super strong. The tone is great. The chemistry between Georgina Campbell, Georgina Campbell and Bill Skarsgård is fantastic. I completely believe in the world that's been set up. The concept of the narrative is strong. The approach is cool. The camera work that's being done, it's not innovative, but the camera movement adds this eeriness that is super effective and what I love most about 
a bare bones horror feature. And then going into the second act where we completely shift narrative perspective, that really, really worked for me, especially coming from an actor that like I'm a big fan of and I like what they do on screen. And then the third act comes around and builds upon these two in not a bad way, but more and more as the threat is revealed, I'm starting to poke holes in the world that's being built. And I think that there's more suspension of disbelief that's being asked to me that I don't feel that's being earned. This is not a bad movie in any way, but I have to say it doesn't feel like this all out just it's going to change and blow your mind what's happening on screen, like what is being purported. What a great experience. Like, this film, I did not see the trailer. I saw the poster. I read the word Barbarian. I, I thought like, oh, it would be like somebody somebody going to their house for a way or another and kidnapping them, tying them up and like torturing them. And like, oh, okay, just like will be another disappointing uh, invitation But that was like only from the poster. I didn't get a chance to see the trailer. I don't know why. I'm blaming Disney for this. Like I saw the trailer for Smile and the Invitation 10 times. But I didn't see a single trailer for Barbarian. And then uh, a month and a half ago, Disney did like a big uh, screening for the movie uh, in LA and like uh, for the general public. And they loved it. And then screenings for the critics and they loved it. And that was what I was hearing. So I didn't get a chance to watch it like before it was released or even like the first day. Like we saw it together like uh, the, the first official day, like the, the first official day on Thursday. But for me, oh my goodness, it's one of the most scariest things and thrilling things that I've seen like in the last two years. I did not expect this amount of uh, fear, fear that will happen. Uh, I did not expect any of the how the thrill will be accompanied with the scary, innovative, scary things that I did not see before, at least myself. Um, the performance was on a very high par, like the, the both of them, Georgina Campbell and Bill Skarsgård, were really good. Um, the production design was giving like this feeling with the music, like getting this eerie feeling and like uh, something but gonna happen. Even the, 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 the jump scares are not like cheap. Like, no, they have their own way of innovation. It It's different. And the, until like the middle of the movie, and then suddenly we have like a big twist that we'll reveal in, in, in the spoiler section. But I'm still like, mesmerized and engaged in this world like it's unbelievably uh, crazy that it can be happening like it, it can be it can be in in some sort or another like majority of everything in that movie can be really happening in real life which is so scary because when you merge like these two things together and you feel like that's part of your world you know like you will just like not wow wow you <laughs> I didn't mean that, but like it just came like this. It has nothing. The movie has nothing to do with mermaids. Yeah, at all, at all. Yeah. Um, I guess because this is technically a Disney release, is that right? It is. <laughs> We've said it like three times on the podcast that this is another Disney movie. It's 20th Century Studios. But overall, uh, it's a good experience. That like 
um, got a little bit weaker by the last like 10, 15 minutes, but it's still overall like uh, emotional roller coaster, you know, like uh, crazy, crazy, crazy. I, and I really want to see it again. It's always like hard to say that like I want to see a, a scary horror movie again, but I really want to see it again because some at some point like you're scared that like you're not looking at every single aspect of the screen and paying attention to all the fine details, which I love to enjoy seeing it again after I know the twist and what happens in the film. For those that have not seen this, I want to need you to toss your expectations out the window because this film cares for them not at all. I agree with a lot of what you guys said. But this film is an absolute creep fest in the first third. And then it molds itself into a a horror comedy for the second before becoming an absurdly over-the-top creature feature for its last. And you guys have both said it. I was surprised because I know, Shama, you were riding high on this movie after we were done with it. But the last third of this movie, very problematic. Um, Yeah. The cinematography, however, works really well uh, throughout the entire film. The score is extremely effective. The performances are strong. They're fun. They're, like, so entertaining to see, to watch. Bill Skarsgård is is a hoot and a half. The production design is very, very memorable. The issues in this film come from the writing. The characters, in particular, in the last third, but throughout the entire film, they begin making decisions that keep you in constant awareness of the heavy, heavy, heavy hand of the scribe, which is also the director, Zach Greger. It's like Colby said, these characters, you know, things start happening and your suspicion of disbelief, like you just have to keep elevating it to keep enjoying the film. And like, listen, I enjoyed this movie. I had a fun ride till the end. But halfway through the film, especially in that last third, it just gets to a point where you're just like, all right, I'm just watching this for fun. But like, I'm not buying any of this because it's just too much. Too many decisions that I just think are over the top. Characters who are going to be making these for the most part. I'm sure there are some people out there. Somebody's going to be like, oh, this person would do it. Listen, I'm sure there's somebody out there that would make similar decisions. But I think overall, the decisions these characters make feel super in. And very much are a la like 80s, 90s horror movies where the people were like, don't go in that room. It's like one of those situations that is like, why are you doing that? You're clearly going into danger. And yet they do it anyway. Um, the other problem with this movie, Colby didn't mention it, I'm extremely surprised, is the title. It's a real silly title. Um, I was going to wait till spoilers. Listen, I, no, we're, I'm not going to say why. But just know that you're walking into a movie called Barbarian and the title is silly. Um, I get it. I like we'll it. We'll talk about it in spoilers. But yeah, me and Colby, 
we don't jive with this title. Um, but is it fun? It's fun. Just go in, toss your expectations out the window, and expect to be entertained. But it, it the movie really, really gets crazy towards the end. Um, that's why people are going crazy about this movie, because it really does go off the wall. Does it go that off the wall? I don't think so. But it, it, it does kind of shock you at parts. Um, but no, it's fun. And it's I think it's worth watching. Um, but it's just not... It, it didn't blow me away the way I expected it to. So that is it. Those are our non-spoiler general thoughts. And now we're going to get into spoilers. So if you have not seen this movie, there are definitely things to be spoiled. So if you want to be surprised, hey, it's a horror movie. You want to be shocked. We would say stop here. Thank you for the listen. Go watch the movie. It's playing in theaters everywhere. Then come back. We'll be waiting and listen to our non and listen to our spoiler filled conversation on this crazy latest horror film by Disney Barbarian. So a final warning, spoilers ahead. Do you like scary spoilers? So yeah, like we were talking about, film Twitter lost its mind over this one. Some said it's the best horror film of the year, while others claim it's the best horror film of the PCE. The hell is the PCE? The post-COVID era. Oh, God. (laughs) Did you call it PCE? Who called it PCE? Everybody's calling it. All the kids are calling it PCE. PCE? Like an abbreviation like this? (laughs) Can I go just like punch each and every one of them in their front teeth? Wow, this is a violent movie. It's Barbarian. That's Hashtag what it is. Barbarian was bonkers, unpredictable, and exciting to watch. I had no idea what would happen next, and that's very rare these days. One of the best horror movies of 2022 in a year stacked with hit after hit. Correct, I agree. It's one of the best horror movies of the year. The kind of horror that tries a lot of things and lands almost all of them. Excellently crafted, doesn't try to hide under a guise of being elevated horror, and just gives you a crazy time in the theater. We need more ballsy pictures like this being greenlit. I agree. Disney, thank you so much for doing this. Even despite like the least marketing, but okay, I would forgive this time. Because next year, we need the more barbarian, barbaric barbarian. I went in completely blind and was blown away by Zach Kreger's direction. The film is filled with chilling moments of tension, brilliant camera work, and lighting. And this is exactly the kind of horror movie that studios should be aspiring to make. Now, I get that the Twitter circles that we run in, and when you're speaking to general audiences, you want to kind of keep your blurbs a bit simple. But you know what the one thing that's missing is that no one is talking about story. Yes, the mood of this movie is pretty dope. The tension really does work. The performances are very, very good. Uh, The production values, they're actually really, really good. But story is king, and Mm -hmm. no one can convince me that what we arrive at by the end of the story, am I changed or impacted in any way? Am I actually horrified because this world feels so artifice? Everything about it just doesn't work. Okay, we're in Detroit. I get it. Detroit's got to be top five cities I do not want to go to for no particular reason, right? Like, there's nothing about Detroit that gets me geeked up and decide I want to go to Detroit. Let alone, do I want to go to stay at an Airbnb that seems like a front, that's managed by a bunch of, like, 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 like an agent that has no idea what it's doing. It's never available. 
Why would you choose to rent an Airbnb in literally the worst part of the city that has nothing livable around it for like what seems to be a couple of miles? Yeah, at least. Like, how do you stumble upon? Now, I was willing to give it a pass. Yeah, I was waiting for them to say like, "Oh, it was last minute." The, yeah. Like he said, when he said like, "Yeah, the full uh, city is full of a uh, ex- ex- uh, convention, something like exhibition that like all the hotels are booked." It was not convincing that because you do your research before you get an Airbnb more than a hotel because you exactly. trust the yeah. brand. So like that's why like even when I search for an Airbnb, I just like look around it and see like what the house and then I go on Google Maps and do like street view and yeah. I walk through the street. I mean, and who's not doing that? Let this be a lesson to you. Do not get got in this PCE era, okay? Um, but let me just tell somebody as being an Airbnb host, like none of this makes sense to me. That like just no one does their due diligence. I've never experienced double booking a guest if I'm using multiple different platforms. And for those folks that don't know about Airbnb, I guess it's easier to be able to suspend that disbelief and I'm a bit more attached to it. But does this movie, does the movie do well enough to commit to the promise of the present of the premise? No. I mean, it kind of does because the first part of this movie, I think is achieved. The first part of this film, this first act works amazingly well as a short story. And that's it. And then we veer into something else entirely, but I'm rocking with it. When Justin Long's character comes in, we're dealing with a man who is embroiled in controversy, is kind of looking to escape and set things up for whatever this next phase of his career. And it feels like there's a commentary at work, but they don't have the balls enough to really go there. At least that's how I felt directorially. Yeah. 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 And then when we're actually introduced to the creature of this film, Yes, I think what people are saying that's striking is that the visual depiction of this, I like the way that uh, uh, Ace from uh, AwardsAce.com said it, this incestoid, this hulking, beastly woman who's completely naked, deformed, and everything like that is like barreling down a hallway. It gave me the same kind of scare that I got when I watched It Follows. Remember when that tall motherfucker came into the room? Like, I literally got out my seat just seeing that. I'll take it follows over this. Oh, yeah. I would definitely take it follows over this. Because, like, at the end, the journey that I'm going along with this character, I believed everything that she did. And the test that I had in the first act of the film, I loathed by the third act of this film. Because all of her choices felt written and just didn't feel like there was actually... She does something that's really cool in the first act of this movie. She does not look in the camera, but she says nope to to herself, realizing that the situation she is in, this is not where she needs to be. Yet everything she does after that is like, oh, let me stay here to be able to further the plot. It's just like at that point when I'm no longer believing in this world, I can't believe in these characters. And if we're talking about the conflict, we have a homeless man tell them, you think she's bad. She's not even the worst thing down there. I'm sorry. And that never pays then off. Then we never t- we never pay that off. Yes. Yeah, because like we are waiting like maybe for a sequel, like something, you know. Nah, some sequel. some movies some movies. We should just have like, seen something. We should have seen I thought there was something. gonna be an entire community of incestuoids just yeah, like, me literally, too. literally waiting to like ready to burst out the seams of the city and yeah. take the like, city over like, like zombies. Like the hills have eyes type Exactly. Of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're telling me that this deranged psychopath from decades ago has been kidnapping, raping, and killing women, and then raping and doing whatever with his offspring yeah. for decades, and there's no consequence of that at all, except for this one? Nah, bro, that's weak. That's weak sauce to me. 
Yeah, and if I'm sitting here and I'm looking like, I'm sorry. Nope. Still the best horror film of the year. I'm looking at Watcher. Watcher's a stronger film narratively. Yes. It's not as audacious. It's not, but like, like I'm not going to sit here. It feels, uh, what's that word you love to use? Subject. Hyperbolic. (laughs) It feels hyperbolic to sit here and just be like, the greatest movie, simply because it shocked you. Like, I get it. Shock and awe is effective. It's fun. It's exhilarating. That's why roller coasters are effective. It it doesn't make a great film. What, great, what makes a great film is the narrative, and unfortunately, the narrative in this does not hold off. Like, does it at first? It's fun. It's creepy. She starts making bad choices from the get go. They try to kind of be like, oh, but look, she's not willing to drink the tea or the wine because she doesn't know this guy. And she's like, yeah, she's still going in there. She's still choosing to sleep. All right, it's kind of weird. Whatever. We're gonna I'm go sorry. I know that it's stormy outside. Your car still works. Yeah. You still got battery on your phone, and I'm pretty sure you got a charger in there. If it's a bad neighborhood, you just drive the F out of town. Go like <laughs> hey, Shama, Shama, if you pull up to an Airbnb and a Bill Skarsgård looking uh, man opens the door, and after some confusion, he invites you in and he says, You know what, man? You can just spend the night here. You go in the room, you lock the door. Are you taking him up on this offer? You know, if it's Bill Skarsgård, maybe no. <laughs> that is a Bill Skarsgård looking dude. Uh, if it's Alex Skarsgård, I will definitely go. <laughs> or, Gust- or Gustav Skarsgård, like the, uh, there's their brother from Westworld. Oh, but God. like the yo- the two youngest, no. Like Bill and the other brother, no. No, I'm joking. Like really, I will never go inside. First of all, when I drive through the neighborhood and see every single effing... No, 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 no. It was so dark, you couldn't so see No, 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 no. When you drive your car, you can no, see no, no, no. no, no, I'm so I sorry. I... No, no, no. It was raining. Hey, no, the rain, no, rain, no, the rain came from, no, from no, our being nope, able to see it. Nope, nope. Let's see. <laughs> nope. Also, uh, Alright, Colby. If a man you just met starts hollering from hell, hollering from hell, starts hollering for help, from some tunnel stairs that lead to hell, for all we know. Are you going down there to save him? Or are you going to go call the cops? But she called the cops and they didn't believe her. No, no, no. Not first. Not for the first. Not okay, at first. Like, I mean, like, we saw both. If we are com- She if acted we- like this man was her childhood best friend. Yeah, if we are said like, that she did this action, they showed it to us afterwards. I will say this. While I would have made a different choice from what was presented narratively, I could understand her concern because she was becoming increasingly attracted to this man in the serendipitous way that they that they connected. Okay, toss that, toss that. No, I mean, but that, that second that, man, okay. second man. That she okay, yes. just met in the okay, town. Yes. So, so at this point, she didn't save tra- her. Or she's nothing. been trapped for two weeks. Yeah, he didn't save her. Or nothing. Didn't save her at all. And she's like, "We can't leave him down there." Why? Yeah, that's wild to me. I'm. I'm never. I. I, I am like just like for humanity. Car. Humanity, man. Humanity, bro. Like I got time for humanity. Like you know what? That's the cop's job. Listen, I'm not saying like if I can, I'll try to rescue somebody. But in this situation, at, at the very least, I need to go get a gun. I need to go get an AK. I need to go get a grenade. I need to go get something, bro. Listen, I need to go get something because there is a She-Hulk down there. 
<laughs> there is a naked she and as a stranger. There's a naked she hulk incestuous. I don't even know how to say it. it. That's exactly what I'm I just so said. Sorry. She's the mother. She's called the mother. Great. Listen, it is Tess's actions, her decisions that don't make sense and ultimately hurt this story. I'm sorry for those who are obsessed by it. But when the entire narrative relies on people continually making bad choices, the film begins to fall apart. Kind of like Queen and Slim, right? Like sure. the, the film can't go anywhere it's until the time, right? Like until they can keep making these bad choices. And like I, I don't think it, it doesn't take a rocket scientist of like a screenwriter to convincingly get these characters in the places that they want. I just don't know like why it wasn't done. Like if you want to set up why she's choosing to be here. Like, it takes no effort to be able to write in a scene that she's like, damn, I, I gotta get in. Like, we all know, like, when we're thinking we're charging our phone in the car and the effing cable, like, is, like, frayed or whatever or bent and it hasn't been charged this entire time. That sells me on, like, one, like, that's the hardest part of making horror movies in the, like, in the, in the 2020s is that we are so dependent on technology and it can solve so much sure. of, like, these horror problems. So you have to be able to, like, feasibly remove those. So, yeah, the cable doesn't work. I've been having car troubles and stuff like that. She needs to be on the phone with her mother say like, yeah, yeah, I'm just taking some time away for myself. We need to find a way convincingly where she is cut off from the world because like nobody cares that she's gone for two weeks. I already saw somebody from work will do that. Like, for that you job, know what I'm saying? Especially that she told her, where, where is she? Yeah. Like, in a neighborhood that nobody lives in. And like You're telling me that the, 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 the management company, which I worked with, didn't check their messages the next day? Like, oops, I'm sorry that we overbooked you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So unless they're, unless like, are it was they never feeding? referenced? Yes, it, it's it's never brought up. So in my mind, I'm like, oh, this is a front. Like before we knew what was down there, we thought going in that somebody is using this house as a front to do some really bad mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. And then that when it's not it, I'm like, oh, this is a bit deflating. I'm gonna go with it because it looks visually compelling. But when you peel back the layers deeper in regards to the core of what makes this works, of what makes this work, nah, it's just it ain't it ain't it. And I don't want it to completely undo everything that does work for me because this is an enjoyable movie if you turn off your brain. It's just not the typical sure. movie that we're talking about when you turn off your brain. Right. Also, that homeless man couldn't say anything else. Apart from just hollering, hey, woman, stop. Don't go in that house. That's it. Like, don't you get then, how like, crazy was like, homeless you look, bro? Bro. <laughs> and then he's like, and then he's like pounding on the door being like, get out that house, woman. Get out that house. And I'm just like, of course he's not coming Yo, out this where house. Where were you like the, I was the night before him. when it was raining? <laughs> you didn't tell me to get out the house then? I'm saying, though. How selective is this incestuoid, incestuoid, where she's like, oh, you know what? I'm not going to come out the front. Or did she, is she was the one that opened up the door? I feel like she, yeah, he said she comes out at night. Yeah. So I feel like she's the one that opened the door, yeah. I mean, it could have been one of the other ancestors shows that we never got to see, because apparently she's not the worst thing down there. Apparently it's her either dad or great-grandpa. Like, is there's that no explanation how that works. It has to be. I how guess. was he kept alive this long? Yeah, but like, there were so many cages down there. I guess it could be for all. I the think women it was. I thought it was cages for all the women that he killed. Sure, and, like, sure, that, he, sure. that he kept. But if I'm impregnating all these chicks and they're bearing children, and then I'm, and then like what was being told, and why does this homeless man know that like, he was raping the kids too? 
I don't know how he knows. How does who, who takes over this house? How is this cavern getting power? Like once again, I'm not bashing it, but when a movie's work not working, all the warts are exposed, and I'm gonna have to start pulling on all these threads and just have it fall apart. Yeah, but here's a real question. I to, like I, this is the question that's been haunting me. She leaves his cave. She survives the ridiculous fall. She ends up killing the mother. Does she still have a job? She was applying to do something like some type of documentary. It, it's, it sounded like she had no job. Yeah. So, like, you being her, you show up to the office and tell them this crazy story. I'm never coming to Detroit again. I'm immediately <laughs> driving away, and I want this, this city to get blown off the map. All right? Like, you think the Flint water crisis was a problem? I want all the water to dry up in Detroit. I want Lake Michigan, Lake Huron, Lake Ontario, Lake Superior. I want, you know, like, I want a Lady Lake. All right. I want Ricky Lake gone. I, 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 want, I want nothing to do with no lakes, no Detroit. F the Lions. All right. You know, and F the Tigers. F Michigan University. F Michigan State. I don't want nothing to do with this, 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 this. How? Sam, are you showing up to work? Mm-hmm. You are? Of course he is. Yes. I have to. He's going to explain. But of course. Okay. And then, yeah, then the police will not believe me because they're racist. Mm-hmm. 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 And I get it. Like, yes, we know that there are bad cops out there, but these are the worst. These are the worst. <laughs> these are the worst of the worst. She's <laughs> so like, somebody's dead dying in there. In the same. Listen, like, you look have, like a crackhead. What do you have to do? And like, one, like, my simplest solution, if I'm being like, in battle, it's like, man, if you don't like act right, we're gonna take you downtown. Take me the f downtown. I, I don't know, but, want to be here. But her, but her concern was just like, we need to rescue this man. If I get taken downtown, I can't save him. Uh, I'm sorry, but like, he bro, seems like he's a famous actor. You don't want to say that. Like, if Brad Pitt was in a basement that I was just in for two weeks, I'm like, yo, no lie, Brad Pitt's down there, and there's some incestual bitch that's over here trying to have him suck his teeth. And like, what are you gonna do about this, cops? <laughs> So, last thing we'll touch on before report cards, the title. Uh, I feel like the title is really uh, well suited to the twist, and you can see it belonging to any one of the characters, but like definitely, definitely fits Justin Long's character, because even when he gets a chance to be a better person, his selfishness uh, per 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 surpass his um, good deeds and it makes him do anything in a barbarian way to earn it and to be the one. So I feel that the character fits this. Barbarian can fit also Frank, the guy that was marrying uh, people and like hiding them down there. Here's the problem is, listen, I've never seen Conan the Barbarian. But to me, I've always pictured that like he's like Rambo, but without guns. So I feel like he's saving people. Is he not? Is he is he just killing people or is he saving people? He's doing he's doing bad. He's like Rambo's a bad guy. No, no, no. It's Conan the Barbarian. Oh, Conan the Barbarian is saving people. It's saving people. But understand what the definition of a barbarian is. It's a member of a community or tribe not belonging to one of the great civilizations. So it's like a cast out. Right? Yeah. Which makes sense for the incestuous that we see, but like, it would make even greater sense 
if there was a harem of these things down there, that makes so much more sense as a problem that's like the hills have eyes. Yeah, I guess. Why this movie doesn't become that, I don't know. And I think that there is a greater commentary that's not handled well about Justin Long's character who is embroiled in controversy because he's accused of sexual assault and rape. And if we're mis, I don't want to say mislabeling, but I just read the legal, like the definition of barbarian, is what he's doing barbaric? No, it's in poor taste. But he gets kicked out of society. Essentially, like yes, he's he, yes, he, he does get kicked out of society. And then the guy that's breeding the ancestral shows is also a member outside of society. Correct. Also barbarian in his own sense. So are we saying that the barbarian is not the actual antagonist of the film, the incestuous it's everybody else around it? I guess. It's going to work in both ways. I think directorially that's a fail. I, I don't yeah, feel like that's not properly f- conveyed yeah. like, through an artistic here's, expression. Here's the next question I have. is Assuming that there's a whole civilization on there, is the next movie called Barbarians. Rise of the Barbarians. No, it's going to be like Alien. You have Alien... Aliens, Barbarians 3, Barbarian Resurrection, okay, Barbarian versus Predator. And the next movie, the, the Barbarians come out, and then it's just like people are realizing they're there, they're starting to hide from them. And then the last movie, it's War for the Planet of the Barbarians, and they take over the Earth. All right. <laughs> yeah, let's get into a That kind of makes sense. Let's get into report cards. But, you know, fun fact. Do we know who's playing the character of the mother, that huge monster like that? It's definitely Andy Serkis. No. <laughs> oh, it's uh, the girl from X. No. <laughs> What's her <laughs> name? Pearl? Mia Goth? Mia Goth. Mia Goth. Mia Goth. Pearl? Pearl? Yeah, it's like, no, no, it's yeah. not. No, who is it? It's a guy. It's a guy? Yeah, his name is Matthew Patrick Davis. Listen, Matthew Patrick Davis, good on you. But Justin Lang did really, really a good job. I'm so proud of him. He did. He did a good job. I like him. Shama, give us your report card on this. Uh, I am at 7.5. I think that this is more than a fine movie, but I do not believe that it's a good movie. So I'll be at a 6.5 out of 10. I'm going to set it a 6 for this one. Um, Which... Makes our report, our cumulative report card, complicated. <laughs> and that's all we got for you today. Oh, man, listen. Consider leaving us a review. You know what? Just leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify. We would greatly appreciate it. It helps us a lot. Helps people find us. Helps us get the word out there. So if you could take like 10 seconds, 20 total, if you leave a review on both places, um, we would be so forever in your debt. Um, also, check out the site, emreportpod.com, written reviews, goodies on there. You can check out Colby Mack's written review for Day Shift and my written review for the first two episodes of Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power. Team, where can the folks find you? I will be here on the couch uh, in LA with uh, Raul and Colby for like a little bit. We're all on the couch. Then I will fly to Houston to meet my kids. Then I will go back to the beloved North Carolina to go back to work and uh, keep defending Disney as usual. And uh, hopefully we're going to watch lots of upcoming movies. 
We have great movies coming this weekend. Mm-hmm. Like Pearl. That's it. No, uh, the Woman King. <laughs> Sir Sharon and the Patrick Wilson. Uh, Sam Rockwell's movie. Uh-huh. Who's Patrick Wilson? Patrick Wilson? Are you kidding me? Oh, the guy from The Conjuring. You better okay. stop it. I, I, the name. The name does not click. Uh, sorry, guys. It's three in the morning. So. It's, 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 it's like. And, and the socials. What are you going to find you? Oh, I will still be in my capsule uh, on Instagram and uh, Twitter at Mohamed Shama. M-O-H-A-M-E-D-S-H-A-M-A. And you can follow your boy at Colby Told Me. That's K-O-L-B-Y-T-O-L-D-Me. And you can find me at the Raul Nevada. You can find us at M Report Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Hey. Be a part of the show. If you have a report, let us know. This is yours, Minorities Report. Peace.